last Saturday outside of the country of Japan. Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Now, my brother and I are not the biggest gamers, so most of what I know about Kingdom Hearts comes from friends in high school watching a lot of YouTube videos while I was writing this homily. But as far as I understand it, Kingdom Hearts is about the following. It centers around this human being, Sora, and his two friends, Riku and Kairi. And at the beginning of the game, Sora is entrusted with the Keyblade, which is this... There'll be another one coming out in 2022. ...to combat the powers of darkness. There are a lot of different kinds of characters. There are human beings. But then there are also Heartless, who are the main enemies. These Heartless are what happens if a human heart gets separated from its something called a nobody. And sometimes the two get combined together back again, and that's called a somebody. And there are also a bunch of Disney characters. Nobody really knows why. <laughs> but all of this is focused on this place called Kingdom Heart. ...worlds that exist in the game, and it's the source of all hearts, the source of all of the human persons who are in the game. There's this battle raging around this place called Kingdom Hearts as these powers of darkness try to take it over and sort homilies? Yes. <laughs> but also, my friend Father Pat is a priest in Mechanicville, and he has a beautiful church there. It's this red stone, and it's enormous. And this year, because of COVID, to allow people to spread out, he started teaching religious ed inside of the church, so kids could spread out inside. Said to her dad, Daddy, I got to go to my castle today. And he said, well, if it's your castle, honey, then who's the king? And she said, Jesus is the king. Aww. <laughs> Jesus is the king. And what he wants to give us are kingdom hearts. If we were to have hearts that belong to his kingdom, what would that look like, to have kingdom hearts? First of all, But our hearts are smart because they're made by God and he is wise. If we're in a relationship with somebody and we're being used, if we're not being loved in a way that's authentic, our hearts know that. And somewhere, they revolt. And our hearts, when we're loved by somebody in a real and a deep and a self-sacrificial way,
kingdom hearts, hearts that belong to Jesus' kingdom, have the ability to awaken other hearts. So much of this game and the, uh, the struggles that surround Sora are that he has to be trained to saved from the heartless, from these shriveled up hearts, uh, but that they're still asleep. They're still clouded in some way, rid of the deepest power of darkness, but still not really awake or aware of what's real. Does that sound familiar? Don't we live in a situation like that? And third, our hearts are really only home when they're in the kingdom. You know, the kingdom of God is something that's coming, something that's in the future. It's also present, but in a really mysterious way, God's kingdom is something that we almost have a memory of. Maybe it's that somewhere in our consciousness we have this awareness that there was a time in our lives when we were more innocent, when we were children or when we were baptized. And maybe in a certain way there's a collective memory uh, in the human race of the Garden of Eden, of a time of innocence. G.K. Chesterton said, there's only one Christian doctrine that you don't need any scripture or any theology to prove, and that's original sin. We just all can tell it's real. He describes it. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all his angels with him, will sit on his glorious throne. The king will say to those on his right, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink in prison and you visited me. Now it's important that Jesus doesn't say, what's then the poor can't enter the kingdom of God. It's just something for rich people to do, to people who don't have other things. Jesus says something different. His heart, that heart is hidden within people who are poor and abandoned and abused and broken. And if you want to meet the king, if you want to know who I am and what I look like, go there. We live in a world of so many nobodies, people who think they're nobody. But it's not true, and they're waiting for somebody to look them in the eye and reveal to them what they really are. So for this week, a challenge and an encouragement. Challenge. Find somebody this week who needs to hear it and look that person in the eye and say to them, you matter to God. But before you do that, look in the mirror and say that to yourself and mean it. You matter to God. And an encouragement. We can't solve the world's problems ourselves. The story of the human race is basically 
us doing all sorts of things to think we can rescue ourselves from all of our existential problems. Has it worked so far? Yeah. The hurting will only be mended when Jesus returns to end it. We await the coming of our King, whose human heart is beating for us, for the whole world in heaven right now. Praise to the eternal King who wrought our salvation. To him be glory and honor for ages unto ages. Amen.